Okay, I wanted to start here because I see it all over like your guys' social media and I just heard it during the breakdown, the for her. Mm -hmm. What what's what's behind that? What does that mean? Uh so I mean at the beginning of the year when we were trying to figure out what to say in the breakdown, um I don't remember who exactly came up with it, but it's pretty much um a breakdown to tribute to the people that did it before us to get us to where we were and the people that are coming up. So like the younger that look up to us and then um you know, even like our teammates, it's pretty much just like we're doing it for her. We're doing it for a purpose. So um, we break it down with the intentions that we are doing what we do for somebody else besides ourselves. So that's really cool. How much of that has been like, you know, a conversation, I guess, throughout or like, you know, something that you guys constantly think about? I mean, clearly you do, right? It's all over, yeah. you know, various things. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it kind of shows the base of our program. It shows like our intentions and um, all the different people that we have on our, our team. It's just... I don't know. It just gives you a better feeling knowing that you're doing it for a bigger cause than just, you know, yourself. So doing it, for, whether it's the, the youngers coming up or the girls that have, you know, paved the way for us. Um, it's just, it's a reminder. It's a, it's a gratitude check. So it's, it's good. And I mean, I think our whole team really, really takes it to heart. So. was Kylie Welker of the Iowa Women's Wrestling Program. The Hawkeye women's biggest superstar returns to action later this month, uh, really beginning this weekend at the uh, Women's National Championships in Spokane, Washington. Kylie Welker will be wrestling in the U-20 World Team Trials event this weekend, uh, part of a really big month coming up for her. She's got her sights set on making both a junior, a senior, as well as the U-23 World Teams this summer for Team USA. Um, going to hear a little bit from Kylie later in today's show. Got a full interview with her. Got a full interview with Iowa women's wrestling coach Clarissa Chun. And um, hey, we're about two and a half minutes in. Hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome to In the Room, a wrestling podcast from the Des Moines Register. I'm Cody Goodwin, the Register's wrestling writer. And I'm glad you're here. April 13th, Thursday, the day before USA Wrestling's Women's National Championships kicks off in Spokane, Washington. Guys, I am amped. Uh, for this weekend for many, many reasons. And I think maybe we should start here, right? Women's sports are on the up right now, kind of a trending topic that appears to be building more momentum than just having a few significant moments. Um, I know, especially here in Iowa, we're pretty privy to that. Um, you know, thanks in large part, let's be real, to Caitlin Clark leading the Iowa women's basketball team to a Big Ten title and then the NCAA tournament title game. Um, their run helped fuel record-shattering viewership and attendance numbers and it obviously inspired women across the state and around the country. Um, but when it comes to women's sports um, and the the word momentum, right, I, it's a lot more than just college basketball, right? Uh, we can point to you know, the U.S. Winning the, winning the FIFA Women's World Cup back in 2019 and kind of how that spurred um, National Women's Soccer League to really take off. Um, you know, a lot of the college basketball stars are making the jump to the professional ranks, so the Women's National Basketball Association has grown in popularity as well. Um, and then, of course, this is a wrestling podcast. We know all too well the momentum that girls and women's wrestling is building literally all over the country um, not that long ago. 
Um, you know, the, the Tokyo Olympics, right? Uh, U.S. women won four medals out of six weight classes. Um, they had a fifth wrestler wrestle for a medal, so five wrestlers in contention to win medals at the Olympics um, after previously winning five Olympic medals in total in women's wrestling. Um, you know, the last couple of senior world teams in women's freestyle have finished second in the world to perennial power Japan. Um, you know, I think 14 total medals at the last two senior level world championships. And we've obviously seen a lot of, um, you know, a trickle down effect. Like popularity has obviously taken off at the high school level, at the college level. Um, you know, we're seeing these age level world teams do a lot of damage overseas at the cadet and junior level. Um, and really, like, the trickle-down continues. I know we talk a lot about, you know, the, the, the biggest names in women's wrestling. But, like, man, the movement is so much cooler than just what the girls do on the biggest stage, right? Nationally, high school participation has nearly quadrupled over the last decade. Um, I'm talking a little over 8,000 to nearly 32,000 nationally, um, you know, girls wrestlers all over the country, right? 37 state associations now recognize girls wrestling as an official high school sport. Um, the NAIA has made women's wrestling an official championship sport. The NCAA is on the verge of doing the same with over 40 NCAA women's college wrestling programs now here in Iowa. Um, you know, I know that I've spent a lot of ink and coverage time, um, you know, writing about this movement, right? High school participation more than doubled after the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union officially added girls wrestling as an official sport. The first day of the 2023 Girls State Wrestling Championships sold out at Extreme Arena in Coralville. Um, you know, and on top of that, like it's not just the participation numbers that are popping, Iowa girls wrestlers are revealing themselves to be very, very good, right? The state captured the team title at last summer's 16U Women's Freestyle National Championships. Um, 19 Iowa girls were included in USA Wrestling's latest national high school rankings for girls. Um, the state has taken the lead when it comes to adding women's collegiate wrestling programs. I counted 19 schools across all divisions. I'm talking NCAA, NAIA, um, you know, junior college, um, that have launched programs or plan to by next season, right? And of course, that comes to um, you know the Iowa women's wrestling program, the the first Division One Power Five women's wrestling program is leading the charge there with Clarissa Chun, with Kylie Welker, um, and on and on and on. So this weekend. I'm excited, man. It's it's another opportunity, I think, for girls in women's wrestling to have the, another significant moment. Uh, USA Wrestling's Women's National Championships runs Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, if you look at the schedule, Friday and Saturday is going to be the U23 and the U17 competition, so U23 and cadets. And then Saturday, Sunday is the U20 competition. That's the juniors. Um, but then you've also got U15s. I know there's some people that might be interested in that. They go Saturday, Sunday as well. It's going to be a ton of great wrestling. The event is huge, obviously, for girls and women's wrestlers all over the country because you got the cadet and the junior world team trials events um, for many of the nation's top female high school and collegiate wrestlers flow wrestling is going to be streaming the event in its entirety i encourage you to tune in um you know i know i'm going to be following along i'm going to there's there's a lot of iowa centric storylines worth following you guys heard from kylie welker at the start of the podcast like i mentioned got a full interview coming with her um here later in the show um she's making her long-awaited return right um you know, I you'll hear in the interview she's got her sights set on making the junior U23 and senior level world teams this summer. Um, you know, she had a whirlwind year in 2021, right? She reached the Olympic trials finals, junior national champ, junior world champ, made the senior world team, bronze at the U23 world championships, um, you know, and then turned the calendar to 2022. She became the first commitment 
for Clarissa Chun as part of the Iowa women's wrestling program. At the time, she was the number one pound-for-pound women's high school wrestler in America. Hasn't wrestled a ton since then. She made her unofficial Hawkeye debut at the Soldier Salute in December. I say unofficial because the Iowa women don't officially start competing until next season. All 15 wrestlers on the roster this year redshirted. Um, she went 3-0, and injury defaulted out of her last match. Um, here she is three and a half months later, back and ready to go. Going to be wrestling in the U-20 competition, so she'll wrestle on Saturday and Sunday. 76 kilograms. Um, and here's a fun little thought. Um, just kind of scanning the uh, the um, registration. Um, 76 kilos has some talent there, right? Um, obviously, I think the big draw there is Kennedy Blades, who, um, you know, another one of America's young, bright women star wrestlers. Um, she competes for Sunkiss Kids in Arizona. Um, they... Kylie and Kennedy won junior world titles alongside each other in 2021. Um, you know, Blades at that time was at 72 kilos. Kylie was at 76. A month later, Kylie actually beat Blades to make the senior world team. Um, so now here they are again, potentially wrestling each other at, uh, you know, to perhaps make a junior world team. So that'll be kind of interesting and fun. Um, you know, really excited for, um, you know, to watch Kylie come back and wrestle again. Really excited to really watch the Iowa women's wrestlers compete again. Um, there's nine total based on the registration that I saw at the time of this recording um, that are going to be competing, right? So you got Kylie Welker. Um, you've got Ava Bayless, Sterling Diaz, Emily Gonzalez, Nyla Valencia, Reese Laramendi, Ella Schmidt, and Isabella Murr. And then you've got Felicity Taylor, who's also competing in the U23 division. Um, that's exciting, man. Um, you know, the Iowa women really only got to compete in a handful of competitions. I know their schedule was a little touch and go because when it comes to the, um, you know, open competitions and, and wrestlers are redshirting, they have to pay their own way. Um, not always the easiest thing to do, right? So they only got to three competitions um, this year, the Missouri Valley Open, the Soldier Salute, and then uh, McKendry's Bearcat Open. Um, guys, across all three competitions, they looked really, really good. Um, by my stats, they combined to go 89 and 12. Uh, with 55 wins by technical fall, 16 pins. Uh, they routinely beat many of the top contenders at both the NAIA and NCAA women's, um, you know, wrestling kind of, I, they, they beat the best of the best. And then on top of that, five of their 12 losses were to their own teammates. So, um, the fact that Iowa launched a women's program just kind of immediately set a really high bar, um, and then they went out and they performed like this. So that's just going to amp up expectations even further. And so now you bring all of these superstars, um, you know, like Valencia. Nyla Valencia is a U23 world teamer. Um, Sterling Diaz is a two-time cadet world medalist. Gonzalez won a junior national title. Ava Bayless was a two-time prep national champ. Um, you know, Reese Laramendi is a returning U-20 world team member. Ella Schmidt took third at the U-20 world team trials last year, also a three-time Iowa State champ. Isabella Murr, um, MMA's in her future, but really talented wrestler as well. She has placed very high at a lot of these events. Um, Felicity Taylor's more U-23 senior-level stuff, but um, you know she was second on the ladder last year, took uh, fifth at the U-23 world championships. Um the team is stacked, and so really excited to kind of see them get back there and compete. Uh, wrote a little bit more in-depth about kind of who they could see this coming weekend. Um, you know, I know especially, um, here's this is kind of funny, right? Ava Bayless, Sterling Diaz, Emily Gonzalez, Nyla Valencia. I know that's a lot of names to keep track of. They're all rustling 50 kilos this weekend. 50 kilos might be the deepest, toughest tournament Um in the entire women's national championship event, right? You've got a returning world silver medalist. You've got an NCAA champ. You've got a handful of NCAA finalists and all Americans. You've got a handful of NAIA national finalists. Like 
it's going to be a brutal wait, and there's going to be four Hawkeye women's wrestlers that are going to be there, and I think it's going to be really, really exciting. Um, on top of that, you're going to get to see um, incoming Iowa women's wrestling recruits. They're going to be in action. Um, you know, I've counted at least seven incoming Iowa women's recruits that have registered mostly for the U20 division. Um, so, you know, Lily Luft, uh, Rose Cassiope, Haley Ward, Alavia White, Emily Frost, Danny Swihart, um, Isabella No. I think she was a, a very recent addition to Iowa's 2023 recruiting class. Um, you know, going to be really fun to just kind of see how they stack up. The beauty of the U-20 division is that it's it's a combination of like the nation's top high school wrestlers against younger collegiate wrestlers. And so you kind of have this mishmash of... Um, maybe a little bit of inexperience, maybe a little bit more maturity, um, you know, girls that have been in a college room for a year or two against girls that, you know, have maybe been, you know, the superstars in their high school or club rooms. And so it's just going to be really exciting to kind of see how some of these recruits do, um, you know, a strong performance, I think, from them at a tournament like this probably raises the floor of what the first iteration officially of the Iowa women's wrestling program is going to look like. So really excited to kind of see some of those. Mentioned Lily Luft, obviously, as a recruit, but she is one of many, many of Iowa's top high schoolers who are going to test themselves against the nation's best as well. Um, you know, she's one of, I counted four in the U-20 tournament from Iowa High School. There's Lily Luft, um, Osage's Jalen Goodale, Centerpoint Urbana's Maria Brown, and then Decor's Naomi Simon. And this one's super, super interesting, right? Decor's Naomi Simon, three-time state champ. She's got a chance to be Iowa's first female four-timer next year. She actually has cadet eligibility this year, but she has opted to test herself against the junior competition. And so she'll be wrestling 76 kilos. So she'll be there in the mix with Kylie Welker, Kennedy Blades, and others at that weight. So, um, you know, as much as I really want to see her on a world team, I can always appreciate when, you know, one of the state's top competitors decides that, hey, I, I want to go chase the big dogs. So be really exciting to kind of see how Naomi does this weekend. Um, but, man, I, I think what I may be most excited about, in addition to watching, you know, Kylie Welker, Lily Luft, all the Iowa women's wrestlers, um, is the cadet world team trial aspect of this weekend because, guys, there are a lot of really good Iowa high school girls wrestlers that are competing at the cadet world team trials. It's also called the U-17 world team trials. Um, and I think they could make some serious noise. Um, a lot of these girls that are competing in the cadet world team trial competition this weekend are a lot of the same girls that contributed to Iowa's 16U national team title last summer. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that. Team Iowa won the 16U Women's Freestyle Team Championship last summer to kind of kick off the week at Fargo. And a lot of the girls that contributed to that team title will be competing at the Cadet World Team Trials. So I'm kind of excited to see how Iowa's top girls wrestlers, I'm talking Katie Biscaglia from Raccoon River Northwest, Layla Phillips from Mason City. She was a state finalist this year. Uh, Rihanna Utterbrock, who state medalist against the boys, but she was also a girls state champ the year before that. Um, Jillian Worthen from Union, Monster, two-time state champ. Molly Allen from Riverside, two-time state champ. She was also a 16U national champ last year. Skylar Slade, 16U national finalist as an eighth grader, Super 32 champ, Pan Am gold medalist. Excited to see how she does. Kiara Jamesi from Waverly Shell Rock, Mason City's Kylie James. A um, lot of really, really talented Iowa girls wrestlers. Um, that's just as of this recording. I'm hopeful that maybe a few more decided to throw their name into the um, competition because I just it's it's an opportunity to see this 
wave of young stars to see if they can kind of solidify Iowa's position as one of the premier states for girls in women's wrestling. Um, you know, because, you know, if, if the girls are talented enough to win a, a national team championship like they did last summer, um, would like to think that they're good enough to truly contend for world team spots. So um, it could be a really exciting week, I think, for, for Iowa girls high school wrestling. Um, you know, that's not to say I think they're going to put three or four girls on the world team, but I think the possibility is there. And I also think, you know, when it comes to world team trial events, they're going to wrestle other girls who, you know, are capable of making world teams and capable of winning national titles. And so we're really going to get a good gauge on where some of these girls stack up nationally. Um, you know, so, I mean, that we, you know, I can rattle off their credentials, but man, I'm just, I'm really excited to just kind of see, you know, how they stack up. Um, you know, giving me vibes of, you know, I think it was a few years ago when Nate Jessaroga made the cadet world team, um, ultimately won, um, cadet world bronze that summer. Um, the state of Iowa in men's freestyle at the cadet world team trials had a sensational tournament. Only Nate made the team, but three of them made the finals. I think what seven or eight of them finished in the top six. Um, it was a sensational weekend for Iowa high school wrestling and kind of, you know, foreshadowed, um, you know, success at Fargo, success at the national duels. Um, you know, a lot of these superstars becoming superstar recruits, a lot of these guys becoming, um, you know, hotshot prospects, um, some of the best in the country. I think this could, I get similar vibes here when I'm looking at, you know, who are the Iowa girls that are going to go to the cadet and junior world team trial events? How are they going to do? Um, we'll see how they're going to do, but it could be a really special weekend. I think for Iowa high school wrestling on the girl side of things, um, which as I mentioned kind of earlier in the pod, um, there's a lot of really good momentum, I think, building, you know, for women's sports especially, but for women's wrestling um, specifically in the state of Iowa. So um, going to be really excited. Um, I've been rambling now for about 10 to 15 minutes. I hope that was a little cohesive, and I hope you guys kind of get the gist of why I'm just really excited to watch all the action this weekend. Um, again, it runs Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, it's in Spokane, Washington. If you're there, go check it out. Um, I will be watching on Flow all weekend. The Cadet World Team Trials is Friday, Saturday. The Junior World Team Trials is Saturday, Sunday. So, um, And then also, I know Felicity's wrestling in the U23 tournament. That is uh, Friday, Saturday as well. So um, I'm expecting her to roll through. But who knows what else we'll see um, over the first couple of days there. I'm really excited. Um, you can find a link to tap in and watch on Flow Wrestling. I'll put that in the show notes for you guys. Also wrote a little bit more in-depth about kind of the names worth following and, um, you know, other storylines to, to kind of keep tabs on this coming weekend, um, in Spokane. So that link is also in the show notes. The rest of today's show is just going to be strictly interviews. So I'll quit rambling here. I'm going to start first with a 10 minute conversation with Kylie Welker, the Hawkeye women's superstar wrestler, just kind of, you know, what's the year been like? Are you excited? Um, you know, ready to get back on the mat. You know, she really hasn't competed a ton since she officially committed um, various injuries here and there. So um, really excited for you guys to hear from her. And then we'll cap today's show after that with another long conversation with Iowa women's wrestling coach Clarissa Chun. Just kind of, you know, what's the year been like? Um, excited about this coming weekend. Just, you know, getting a chance to see them compete again. Um, you know, and it could be a really fun weekend, which could set the stage for, you know, potentially a pretty fun spring and summer, I think, for for Iowa women's wrestling. So we'll go to those now, um, start with the interview with Kylie, and then we'll um, immediately jump over to the interview with head coach Clarissa Chun. I appreciate you guys tuning in today. I appreciate you guys listening to me ramble about why I'm so excited to watch the wrestling this weekend and hope you enjoy the interviews and I'll catch you guys on the other side. Okay, I wanted to start here because I see it all over like your guys' social media. 
and I just heard it during the breakdown, the for her. Mm -hmm. What what's what's behind that? What does that mean? Uh, so, I mean, at the beginning of the year when we were trying to figure out what to say in the breakdown, um, I don't remember who exactly came up with it, but it's pretty much um, a breakdown to tribute to the people that did it before us to get us to where we were and the people that are coming up. So like the younger that look up to us and then, um, you know, even like our teammates, it's pretty much just like, we're doing it for her, we're doing it for a purpose. So um, we break it down with the intentions that we are doing what we do for somebody else besides ourselves, so. That's really cool. How much of that has been like, you know, a conversation, I guess, throughout or like, you know, something that you guys constantly think about? I mean, clearly you do, right? It's all over, yeah. you know, various things. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it kind of shows the base of our program. It shows like our intentions and um, all the different people that we have on our, our team. It's just, I don't know, it just gives you a better feeling knowing that you're doing it for a bigger cause than just, you know, yourself. So doing it, for, whether it's the, the youngers coming up or the girls that have, you know, paved the way for us. Um, it's just, it's a reminder, it's a, it's a gratitude check, so it's it's good. And I mean, I think our whole team really, really takes it to heart, so. Yeah, have other people caught on to that, that what you guys are doing, or is that just kind of, we're gonna keep it in-house, kind of? Yeah, I mean, um, other teams in, in the university, like the gymnasts do it a lot. Um, seen them, you know, caption hashtag for her and whatnot. Um, I think some of the volleyball players, but it's definitely getting around, which is what we want. I mean, we want everyone to, you know, be doing it for somebody else, so. I feel like the natural next step here is like shirts. Yeah, yeah honestly, <laughs> honestly, yeah, we should probably brand it. There you go. Um, I feel like this is the first time I've talked to you on camera, at least, since you've been here. Um, yeah. How's the first year been? It's been good, it's, it's definitely, um, little bit of learning curve but it's been a lot of fun and um, I love my teammates I love my coaches has everything that I need to be successful so I, I don't have anything to complain about yeah um, away from wrestling first what's been your favorite part about this you know first what semester and a half of college um, I mean I can't really get away I'd say my teammates um, whether that be away or not they're built-in friends and yeah um, no better people I'd want to surround myself with so yeah. How nice was it to kind of have like, you know, because I mean, you know, a lot of the athletes, whether it's here or elsewhere, like, you know, they have kind of that like built in friend group or social group mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, how nice was it for you guys to kind of have that? You know, there's what, 14, 15 of you guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been nice. I mean, I can't imagine the, the other people that like, come here and I mean, they have friends from high school, but who wants to live in their high school experience? <laughs> so, I mean, um, it's really nice. Like I said, they're all really good people. So can't complain yeah what's been your favorite part about Iowa City uh, I mean I really like the campus um, it's nice that on this side of campus it's all the athletic facilities and whatnot and then on the other side it's all like the school and stuff so um, I don't know I like it it's it's close enough but spread spread out enough and it has everything you need but it's not like a huge city so that's what I really like that part and I mean you can get places pretty pretty quickly so yeah a lot of good places to eat downtown which one's your favorite um, I'd say like one of my favorite just to, like grab and go would probably be um, Bread Garden just because it's like super quick and easy. Um, besides that, I like sushi, so like Formosa's is nice. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's so many good places. I like like Boston's been pretty good too. I've been there. It's been just depends on the mood. <laughs> there you go. Um, I always ask some of the guys this. I'm curious if it's caught on with you guys. Um, Bluebird or Dandelion? <laughs> that was tough. Um, I like Bluebird a lot. I like their um, their bread and their um, lemonade is really good. But yeah, that's tough because like 
breakfast is like my favorite time of the day. Right? So. And like they're kind of the same, but not exactly yeah. the same, yeah. you know? Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I mean, it depends if I'm, you know, I don't know. It depends because Bluebird's always popping. You can't, you right? always got to get in there early or later and then so is dandelion. But. I was going to feel like, I feel like if you beat 10 a.m. at Bluebird, you're good. Mm -hmm. But if you get there at 10 especially on the weekends because yeah. like that's when college kids kind of roll up right and yeah. they just want to get their whatever um so i don't know that's bluebirds and og but yeah, i like bluebirds. that's where i went on my visit <laughs> there you go um see it's like a staple in like the wrestling world i, I mean obviously, about bluebird. <laughs> yeah on it like i mean iowa city in general but i feel like it's especially big when it comes to like i don't know i, I know that the wrestling program has loved that mm -hmm. um speaking of wrestling how has it been like weird or like what's the year been like i mean i feel like you guys come in and train there's been a handful of competitions here and there but um i'm sure the redshirt year has probably been different from what you're used to mm -hmm. i mean coming into a college program in general is just different from you know we all come from clubs and some come from high schools and whatnot so that's definitely different because you know you have a structure you have to do this at this time you have to do that at that time but at the same time it's nice because you know you have like something around like rely on like you're not like searching for practice partners you're not searching for you know time to get your lift in or whatnot so it's nice that it's built in and um this redshirt year was definitely super nice to just kind of figure get our feet in the ground and whatnot so it's definitely been nice to um take the pressure off of competing for you know like the actual season so yeah has that been maybe the biggest benefit of the redshirt year or what do you think where do you think you've grown the most or where do you think you've benefited from the most you know having a redshirt year yeah i think i mean just getting adjusted to it like i said it's such a big it's a big change from what I'm used to, so getting adjusted to it um, has definitely been a huge benefit from the redshirt year, and then next year we'll be ready to roll. So um, just taking that time to, especially because we're a new program, you know, we have things to figure out, you know, kinks to work out. So this year's really just been, like, really nice to figure all that stuff out. Yeah, I know a lot of you girls that come from high-level clubs, high-level high school programs, um, states that really put an emphasis on girls wrestling at the high school level and elsewhere. Um, What's been the biggest difference or the biggest change stepping into a college room compared to where maybe you came from specifically? Yeah, I mean, I used, like, back at home, I do a lot of, like, one-on-one -on -one with my coaches or, like, small groups, you know, it's never, like, a big practice. Um, I mean, and if it is, I even, I still have, you know, like, a little isolation with my coach, which is really nice, but coming in here, you know, you have, it's a different aspect. You get to work alongside a team, you know, you're kind of going through everything together, which is, you know, really nice. And then you also, the coaches are really good about um, helping you out. Like if you do need extra work or if you do want to work with them, you know, later they'll come in and, you know, help you out with stuff like that. So, um, I don't know, it's, it's nice. It's definitely, it's nice to be able to do something together with the team, but also have that option to do something individually. Yeah. Um got teammates that you can roll with um saw you rolling with coach earlier today in this yeah. practice um what's that maybe been like um you know because I, I feel like correct me if i'm wrong but like your club like you were probably like the girl yeah. like now you've got a room full of yeah. girls right like that's you know who are all very very good and eye level as well as like some of the coaches what's, what's that been like for you yeah i mean like i said everything's just been different um it's nice because you get different feels from different girls you know you roll around with Bella, it's different than rolling around with Sam, than rolling around with, you know, Nenea. <laughs> um, so it just depends, but it's been nice. And then you also get the coaches with so much knowledge, and um, they also give a different feel. So it's just nice to have such a big room full of high-level girls to compete with. Yeah. Um, and this, okay, so this might be kind of a, I don't know, weird, okay. tough question because you just haven't competed that much. But, like, where do you feel like you've grown as a wrestler? Is that something you can gauge without competition? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely even, I mean, I've been off the mat 
you know, because of injuries and whatnot the past year. And I did a lot of coaching then, and um, that how I grew a lot in that sense. And um, just kind of like critiquing every little thing in my my craft and whatnot. And um, even being here, I definitely think that my technique has gotten a lot better. Um, Sean is really good, like I said, about um, pointing out fine details and really getting down to my technique. And she'll adjust techniques that match to my, you know, wrestling style. So. Um, yeah, it'll be fun to see what I look like and, um, you know, competing and whatnot. And I feel like I've definitely gotten a lot bigger and stronger. I finally filled into my weight class. So still, I I could still get a little bit bigger, but I'm finally, you know, up to weight and whatnot. So I'm, I'm ready and I feel a lot stronger. So Yeah, and you worked out with Chun quite a bit um, at the OTC when you were on, you know, age-level world teams, senior world teams. Um, what is it about her coaching style that works for you? I think it's just her like detail to like the tiniest little things, like her attention to like the tiny things. Um, she just nitpicks everything. And the things you don't think about, she, she'll pick up on or the things that, you know, like, hey, like, do you think this would work? She's like, yeah, you can also do this, this and this. And she'll have like A, B and C and D, you know? So it's just really nice to have that. And then I like how she, you know, she doesn't put up with any crap. So she, you know, <laughs> she, she'll like, she'll push you when, when you need to be pushed. and. Um, she also, you know, she's just a good coach. 100%. Um, couple of competitions coming up. Um, women's Nationals, you're going to do the U20 thing. And then seniors, two weeks after that, the Open. Um, what are you most excited about when it comes to, you know, just, what, first couple of competitions in a long while for you? Like, that's got to be pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm just excited to go out there and, um, I mean, do what I do best. Uh, I haven't competed. I got to compete a little bit at the slew, but I was on the mat for literally like a minute and 20 seconds or something. Came out to me. So I'm excited to, you know, get some, some matches under my belt. Um, I'm excited for juniors. You know, juniors is always such a fun tournament. And then seniors, I have a really good bracket. So it'll be fun to see um, how the whole bracket plays out. And um, I'm excited to compete. So. Yeah. Um, is it also exciting that, you know, I know you and your teammates have been to a handful of tournaments here and there, I think maybe like three yeah. um, during the season, but um, a lot of you guys are signed up for, you know, women's nationals, and I'm sure there's going to be a few more that are going to join you at seniors. Um, I mean, is that is that something like on the calendar, like red shirt year, but like we're going to circle those dates? Like these are things that you guys have been looking forward to all year? I've definitely been looking forward to it. I mean, I've had it in the back of my mind since the day I got surgery, you know, like, <laughs> since all the way, like, way back when I stopped competing and, you know, whenever I competed last, it's been circled on the calendar, it's been the goal, it's been what I've been working for, so for it to be down to almost a week, it's I'm getting anxious, I'm really <laughs> Absolutely, got anything else for me? I don't think so. Righteous. Let's see, where do I want to start? Um... The Hawkeye Women's Wrestling Club. Yeah. It looks like it's coming together. I see some like social media buzz a little bit about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. We haven't like blasted anything out there. Just kind of working on it behind the scenes quietly when until we're ready to like put it out there. Cause I don't know. Just yeah. When is the uh, so like when do you when do you I know this is something that you've wanted um, for a while now, but when do you hopefully want to have that like firmly established? Um. Well. Shoot, we were hoping to like unveil a little bit of it, like at Spokane, you know, have our women in the Hawkeye Women Wrestling Club singlets. Um, but just working through making sure we're doing things the right way and see if we're ready for that when we step on the mat, whether or not we can use what we got or not. So, yeah, there's a lot of things that go behind the scene that, um, you know, 
lot, lots to learn, <laughs> lots to figure out. And I'm so appreciative of the people who have been helping along the way to get it going. Because um, it's been a work in progress since last year, because I knew it was, it's something that's very important um, for our program, for our future of our program. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the Hawkeye Women's Wrestling Club, along like coming, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, but that kind of leads into um, you know before we talk about all the wrestling that's coming up over this next month. Mm-hmm. Um, your how has this first year been? Like yeah. I, I know I've I've asked a couple of the girls this, but like you yeah. know first what semester and a half with mm-hmm. all the girls on campus running through practices, yeah. a few competitions here and there. What's it been like from your perspective? It's here, right? <laughs> you know, like a year ago, I didn't have like 15 student athletes. I, a year ago, Coach Mayab wasn't even here yet, you know? Um, so it's, the fun part is that we have student athletes here, coaching staff, awesome people that I love going to work with every day from not only our coaching staff, our athletic trainer, Lauren, and our strength and conditioning coach, Zach, and all our team. So it's every day we're learning, figuring it out. And um, I think, the challenges were this year was the fact that we're putting in the work, but not being able to compete, you know? Yeah. So, um, but no work put in is not worth putting in because at some point we're going to have something to have to show for ourselves or put it out there and get to compete, which is coming up next week. So, yeah. Well, I asked Kylie that, like, not a lot of competitions but like mm-hmm. you know from a coach's perspective can you see the girls getting better I mean you've been doing this a long time yeah you know like I one is like just getting the team as a unit together you know um, building that culture building the you know they're all dealing with the very similar like situations of not being able to compete some some have been battling injuries so that's unfortunate and you know it's been in and out of that like as far as how the room has been because we have only 15 so sometimes it feels a lot smaller if people are out because they're injured but I feel like it's been fun because we it was an opportunity to work with them a little bit more specific and individual too you know um I feel like they've all grown in so many ways um and I can go down like a whole technical list of things, <laughs> but um, I think we've all grown together. Yeah. And the the more we are in it, you know, each day we're learning more and more about them too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think maybe the and Kylie kind of put this idea in my head that you know because there weren't very many set competitions, I know you guys had kind of a loose schedule, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that kind of maybe helped them, you know, quite a, quite a few of them maybe ease their way into the college lifestyle a little yeah. bit this past year. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of them had taken the challenge of knowing that there wasn't, like, competition. So maybe they might have loaded up on their class schedule. Yeah. And then, like, feeling there's – because there's – most of them are freshmen, right? with the exception of a few transfers, like Felicity Nanea, Sierra, and Annika, right? So most of them are freshmen, so a lot of newness, a lot of being away from home, a lot of time management, a lot of like figuring out class, like how classes are so different than high school, right? Like- A lot more personal responsibility. (laughs) A lot more personal responsibility, right? So, you know, it's, it's, um. 
you know, and unfortunately, we're, you know, we're, we're all new to the University of Iowa. Not one of us had, is an alumni of the University of Iowa. So it wasn't like, hey, watch out for this, or this class is hard, or, you know, like they don't have upperclassmen that have been through, you know, like the University of Iowa saying, oh, okay, I suggest you take this class. She's a nice, whatever, he or she or whatever, this professor, whatever, right? Because, yeah. you know, I feel like sometimes that helps, you know, like I look at their schedule and they're all taking a rhetoric class and it's like, oh my gosh, she has a much nicer teacher than we do. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> but just the balance of, of it all, right? Balance of being a student athlete um, and you know, being a student athlete here at University of Iowa, I think is, yeah, a lot of different challenges. Yeah, well, and you got a lot of high-level girls in the room who are probably used to competing regularly. What has been the challenge been like for you to, you know, hey, like, probably not gonna compete as much this year, right? Like, that's probably, that had to have been kind of an adjustment, you know, not just for them, but also for you to maybe kind of like, hey, like, mm-hmm. It's okay to maybe take the foot off the throttle a little bit. Yeah, I know you can feel their like built up energy of like wanting to compete and yeah, like I think, you know, as you know, specifically for the lighter weights, it's easier for them to go at it, you know, they can compete against each other a lot, you know, like our upper weights, you know, we have, you know, a handful I you know, feel that we we have like competition Fridays, you know, you know, just I know it's not the same, you know, it's not the same as going out and competing, you know, but gives them an opportunity to like, kind of like go through that pre-match routine, post-match routine kind of thing and kind of get their mind like as if, you know, um, and then just building different practices for them to get to that foggy state of having to figure out like pull themselves out of that fog and figure things out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, another fun thing that I've been following along that you guys have been doing is you've been going to other women's programs, like sports programs, Mm -hmm. and have been kind of doing various workouts with them, like gymnastics, rowing. I'm sure there's probably a few others that you guys have lined up. Yeah. Um, What's that been like? Ah, I mean, that's the beauty about being able to come to a place like University of Iowa. Like, it's, it's bigger than wrestling. You know, it's bigger than sport. It's the people you meet. The relationships you make in this time, right? Um, I think you know a lot of our like student athletes on our team is are great friends with the gymnastics team, you know, and they go and support, and you know, it's supporting each other, and it's like learning a little bit about what they do and getting an insight in it, new perspective and respect for what they do, right? And they're student athletes and they're field right and really good at what they do so whether it's gymnastics or rowing um i really want to get them with the dance team you know (laughs) know, luke eustace's wife jenny is the dance team like um coach so it's we got like some ideas in the works it's more about um the time to to make it happen and i think it'd be fun to uh with our like incoming, you know, freshmen that are or transfers that are coming in and their current team, like getting together with the dance team and like working on their dance routine and maybe putting it out there in Kinnick or something, you know, like just stirring up like 
thoughts and ideas maybe that shouldn't be out yet <laughs> we haven't talked to the athlete we haven't had anything in place yet it's just talk with coach Eustace and um yeah yeah we want to work with other programs I want to get them in the swimming pool you there know you go. <laughs> like I I've, I've had conversations with the swimming coach a lot of it is like when's the best time right because everyone's season is so important right and just making sure we're not like you know tr like intruding in the plans of what each like program is working on so 100% yeah um there have been a handful of competitions this year. Mm -hmm. um, and before we get to the big ones coming up, um, kind of curious, what were your big picture takeaways from, I think, what, three different tournaments mm -hmm. that your girls went to yeah. this past year? Um, um, that they don't need us in their corner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, shoot. And at the end of the day, that's, that's what you want. You know, that's what we want for our each and every one of them is to have that autonomy, to have that ability to trust everything that they've put in and go out and do what they know best and do best. Like, that, I mean, like coaching in the sidelines, I don't feel like if, if, cause they're the one doing the work out there. They're the one that is feeling everything, doing everything, you know? And if I see something and will challenge something, that's 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 one thing but if i'm out there not saying a whole lot that's great <laughs> you know what I mean? like, it's in their hands and yeah so i think that's that was a nice takeaway is seeing that um that they're able to compete yeah know? so we could uh we could run through the stats of how they did the first three tournaments but i want to go back to the missouri valley open um didn't send the full lineup you need her for a second no Oh, no, you're good. Yeah. Um, Missouri Valley Open, mm -hmm. stacked tournament. Mm -hmm. Girls and teams from all over the country, all different divisions. Mm -hmm. um, you didn't send a full lineup, mm -hmm. but the girls you did send just cleaned yeah. up. Yeah. Like, just kind of insane how good and how dominant they were. Wow. Um, did you expect that, like, the very first competition <laughs> out, that they would do that? Really? I didn't know what to expect. You know? <laughs> they're, they're all freshmen except for Felicity, you know, um, and Nanea. So I didn't know what to expect. I've never had, you know, like us coaches, we talk, we've never had that ever happen where you go to a competition with your team and not one loses to someone not from your team. So that was, you know... <laughs> That set the bar high for them. <laughs> <laughs> so for the next one was a little bit like, you know, like letting them know that, you know, that we're like, we're not trying to recreate what just happened, you know? Yeah. Last month because you can't, because it's a whole different thing. It's a whole different tournament. It's, you, you just try to, some you know, you don't want to try too hard to try to get to that. And you might like, lose the bar of soap out of your hand if you try that hard right squeeze too hard on that but um nah I'm I really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see that's 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 the beauty of just staying out of their way and just letting them do what they know how to do so yeah um similar results I guess in the next couple of tournaments but I mean you mentioned how that kind of raises the bar a little bit mm -hmm. does that 
I don't know exactly the best way to phrase it, but like going into next year when things really start to count, right? Mm-hmm. Um, seeing the results that you've seen this year um, and seeing the preparation as they get ready for, you know, the couple of tournaments coming up this month. Um, does that change at all what you guys feel they're capable of doing going into next year when everything really does start to count and there's going to be, you know, a national title on the line? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, we, like we, we talk about things like this in the sense of, you know, making sure that they don't make one match bigger than the next. Yeah. You know, and it's easy to say, hard to do, right? Like, you, we all know if you're at the NCAA National Championships, there's, you know, a different energy in the air, so to speak, than if you were at, like, a Lindenwood Open or something, you know? Like, um, but at the same time, if we can focus on, you know, that circle and what goes on in that circle, because the size of the circle is the same. Yeah. Then, then that that's a good place for them to be, you know. So, um, yeah, next year is exciting. You know, they'll actually get to wear the black and gold and the tiger hawk on them. Um, and yeah, I, I, like that. That's we just continue to talk about how just bring them the, their best self out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you guys were at the NCA Women's Championships. Mm-hmm. I know it's called like the NCWWC, but yeah. I I just kind of the NCA Women's. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys were there. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that experience like? Getting to watch that, getting to kind of you know I don't want to say scouting future competition, yeah. but I'm sure you guys probably had an eye on yeah. it in some capacity that way. You know, I thought it was important for our team to see that, um, even though they weren't competing. Right. Um, it was like just up the road from us, and it's important because it's it's one of those that I don't want them to go in next year to an environment like that and be all like, wow, or like, oh, this is, you know, like, yeah. I want them to see it and be like, oh, this is familiar, what whatnot, you know? Um, and just that's one piece of it. And yeah, and watching the competition. Yeah, absolutely, you know, and, and that's just the whole thing about sport, right? You know, like we're all trying to get better and it's, they're watching their competition and probably thinking about what it would look like or feel like if they were the ones on the mat, you know, competing against them. And so it's not the fact that we're trying to scout against them. It's just like, where are we, you know? How can we stay engaged in this, in this while we can't compete in it, right? Cause yeah. in a month from now, we might be on that line across of them at Spokane, you know? So, um, yeah, just a good experience for a team to, one, travel as a team and take, yeah, it's a, it's a wrestling event we're going to, but we're not having to, like, like be out there. Hundred mm-hmm. um, percent. Have you heard at all if because I know that they've they've reached the threshold of what forty NCAA women's programs. Yeah. Um, do, I mean, have you heard at all if it's going to be an NCAA event or if it's still going to be under the NCWWC umbrella? Because yeah. um, I feel like that could impact. Because if it's the NCWWC, you guys could probably potentially send you know more than just the starting ten, right? Right. Um, I feel like I haven't really heard. Um, I know there's more of a process to it than just being announced that it's, you know, met its, like, minimum requirements. I know there's a whole, probably a whole other process, like, on medical side and whatnot. Um, to my knowledge, 
I feel like things can change at any time. To my knowledge, it's still, we could send 15, you know, to the national championships. Um, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I know. <laughs> Who do I need to talk to? NCWCA, huh? Yeah. And yeah, NCWWC N- or NWCA maybe. N- uh, maybe more your nose. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Matt probably knows. He might. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, wanted to ask you about the upcoming uh, women's nationals and then also the U.S. Open two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it's like non-traditional season with not you know a set schedule everybody's red shirting mm-hmm. um but is this like are these like a couple of days that you guys you know circle highlight red star like this is like we are training for these dates specifically yeah that's our national championships right um a lot of the the student athletes that chose iowa wanted to be a college national champion but they also want to be on the world champion like they want to be a world champion right so they want to be on that world stage so that's that's that was definitely highlighted asterisks for this is what we're training for and so yeah absolutely um sending a pretty large contingent out there i know for um i think u20s i looked at the registration mm-hmm. um handful of incoming recruits are also i think going to do u20s mm-hmm. i think there might be a few in u23s as well yeah. um what are you maybe obviously you want your girls to win but what are you like big picture wise what are you hoping to see out of them for them to compete right um like the hardest thing to see is like for anyone for anyone right is to go out there and not do what they know they can do so um that's all we want is for them to just compete compete at their best whatever their best looks like that day right because everyone everyone deals with something right like i know like through my own experiences i've competed at the world's with a torn labrum you know, and you got to go out there and do the best you can, you know. And so you never know what your opponents are dealing with. You never know what anyone's dealing with. So at the end of the day, just have a just wrestle your butt off, right? Just do what you do best and hopefully outcome will be what you want. So and you can't hang your head low on that if you do that. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Last thing I wanted to ask you about, I asked Kylie about this too. Um, I see it over their social medias. I heard it when you guys broke down after practice today, the, the for her. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean to you? Yeah, um, it really, you know, we wouldn't be here for a lot of reasons, right? If it wasn't for the people behind the scenes to make it happen, right? And it specifically here at the University of Iowa, like Dr. Christine Grant was a prominent name that I learned about. Like I didn't know her before I got here. Should have known who she was, right? Yeah. Um, because she was a huge advocate for Title IX and women in sports, right? So when our team got here, we had the opportunity to hear her story and watch a documentary on her, and it just was like powerful, right? Yeah. So. Um, when we got started, we wanted our team to come up with something because we want it to be from them, yeah. right? We don't want to, from our coaching staff to tell them what their like value of meaning to the pro- of the program is. And for me, it means so many layers of things, right? Like where I'm from, it's we had Senator Patsy Mink, who is very similar to Dr. Christine Grant, in co-authoring title nine so that's one right two for her 
Trish Saunders, the pioneers of women wrestling in the U.S., you know, and I think about for, it could be a guy, Coach Makos for me at Missouri Valley College that was courageous enough to start the first women's wrestling collegiate program at Missouri Valley College at a time where more than more than half the country, most of the country were like, women should not wrestle, right? Yeah. So um, for Coach Steiner, you know, for leading the way in women's wrestling on the national level and continue to do so, you know, like there's so many people um, beyond, like for me, it's for, my, for our team, you know, they work day in and day out, shoulder to shoulder, hard for, for the people I work with every day for for you you know like seriously for you that gets our stories out there to get our student athlete stories out there because that matters you know and it's for everyone that makes like wrestling so great you know and gives us the opportunity to be able to do that and compete so 100 percent. i feel like the, the next natural step for you know the hashtag for her is t-shirts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's just like the next natural thing. I don't know. Like that just I feel like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. 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 You know, it's it, it's everything. It's, you know, reminding our student athletes that, you know, there's young little girls that look up to them, you know, it's for the for them, you know, um, as well. So That's exciting. Yeah. Um I think that was all the questions I had for you unless there's anything else you wanted to add. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs>